this is why you like to ask before you start. See, I'm all out of my sorts because he asked if we could push till 9 p.m. because he was at a track rental at the track with the El Camino. And he's like, hey, can I get till like 9? I should be home, you know, before 9 o'clock. <laughs> and then, sorry, I'm, I'm catching up on a lot of stuff here. So then he's like, hey, I got time. I was just talking to him. He's like, I got plenty of time to make another pass before the radio show. So uh, what does he do? He breaks the transmission on the El Camino. <laughs> so he's like, uh, it's going to take me a little bit longer to get home. Is that okay, dude? I'm like, yeah, uh, you have to go home. If you can still make it on the show, that would be awesome. But, you know, I'm not going to... Uh, Okay, it does work. Okay, everything else is good. Yeah, I liked when people were like, a giraffe and a raccoon. This is going to be interesting. Ah, uh, yes, Mustang. I was just going to break into that. Uh, I'm going to start doing some videos on it soon. I just got a bunch of the chassis work done by the Nelsons, and uh, I said, like, I keep saying I'm doing fleet maintenance on the other cars, but it's pretty serious when you have 12. Uh, there's some that had some, uh, like, ups and downs and stuff. We had to figure out. Jamie has a new project that we were trying to figure out what to do with it and just tore it apart. She's going to upload a video in, like, a day or two. But I want to start mounting the accessories on it. And I bought all the stuff to do a battery relocation. So I want to... I think it would be smart for me to put the battery in the trunk and get the power wires in and start wiring stuff to it while I'm doing everything else because then you can key on and off and check things and I can move my power windows and whatnot and then I can get a good idea on where to run everything and then once the accessories are on the car the I'm gonna have a, a guy local here Tim Weeks I'm gonna have him do turbo kit stuff because everything else is so pretty I'm nervous to make stuff on my own now and that, which is why I had the Nelsons do the chassis work because they're fantastic at it. So I had them do that. What's the verdict on the car lift? Mine, the one that I put in from A plus lifts is still fantastic. It doesn't even leak. When are AEM clickies going to be in stock? I just bought more stuff to build them. It just takes a while to get the stuff. And, uh, my biggest issue with not building like 10 a day is the parts are expensive. And I don't want to buy like literally $600,000 in parts and sell three of them and be uh, out all the money I spent. I mean, they're doing pretty good. I started doing like two at once. Now I'm doing four at once. And uh, I'm going to keep going, you know, every time everybody buys them that well, I'm going to buy more and more parts to build them. So what else do we got here? Audio is good. I just watched the Colorado compilation explanation. That was wearing. Awesome. Oh, sorry. He meant to say awesome. I did get rid of eights for eight. Kia update. Yeah, I have to do one of those. I'm going to do something. I'm going to go totally different direction with the Kia, which I should just explain. But it's a little bit ways out because of all the other projects. But I should explain what I'm going to do with it because then you guys can hold me accountable. And, uh, but I think when the Mustang's running and moving under its own power, I can start the Kia. 
I think I might do a pre-order for the harnesses, because then I could just take your cash immediately and buy the parts, uh, right? Like we do with the sweatshirts. The sweatshirts would cost thousands of dollars, and then if no one bought them, we would be done. What's an AEM clicky? It is a... I call them a dial-a-boost and some other things. Da, da, da. Let me look them up quick on the dial-a-boost. Yeah, I made a video about it. I'm looking it up quick. I'm going to paste the video for you guys. I have like oh, too many things open here. Input harness. So it's a whole input harness that I sell. Or I've started selling it as like a thing. Check that out, guys. You can watch that later or whatever. Hey, Jamie's here. Hi. So many projects, damn wife keeps buying cars. Yeah, Jamie has much more cars than I do right now. And like I said to her, uh, I'm enjoying taking a break kind of from what I do normally to work on uh, all these quirky things she has. It's nice. Can I pre-order clickies? Okay, we turn that up. I'm going to do a video too tomorrow, I think, uh, to show people how to use the clicky dials. I sold them all. I'd love to show you guys, but the video goes in-depth about the dial-a-boost harnesses. That's what happens when you have a kid, yes. You're totally right, Joe. Yeah, I just, uh, the videos, it just was wearing on me to try to, like, push them out all the time. And, uh, working on the Mustang and everything else has just, uh, taken some, it was taking a lot of effort. And I just took a step back to, like, work on my house, make sure the cars are good, do extra stuff for my wife. She works really hard, so. What steering wheel was on your white truck? Well, people say it's like a Cobalt, a G6, or a Corvette wheel. They say they're all the same. I don't know if that's a joke or not. I believe it was a... Yeah, I think it was a C6, but it could have been... Who wins the most of my cars run challenge? Well, right now we have two that are torn apart. I have the Mustang, and she has a Rabbit pickup truck. And uh, we just gutted the Rabbit pickup truck. So she has a video out about that probably tomorrow. Sloppy Stage 3 and a 6... Sloppy Stage 3 all motor cam and a 6 liter turbo is probably a bad idea. It's probably too much camshaft. Well, kind of ice cream? I don't know. What's that stuff called? Jamie got me some stuff every now and then. I can't even remember what it's called. Shout out to Corey Noble. He did the 79 Malibu. Don't BS me recently. Oh, yeah, he did. Wouldn't that be a caddy? Yeah, I, got, I, I always mess that up. Jamie always yells at me. It's a caddy pickup or just a Volkswagen caddy. But, I mean, when you look up parts for it, it's a Volkswagen 83 Volkswagen Rabbit pickup truck. But apparently everyone in the world calls him a caddy. When I hear caddy, I think of a Cadillac. So, that throws me off. 
What's Jamie's YouTube? It's called Jamie's Garage. Let me dig it up and link you guys. Dun, dun, dun. There's another person that has a Jamie's Garage. But there's another, another Jamie's Garage. Here it is. Where do I get the, here it is. I found videos, but I wanted to link you to the main page. Here's Jamie's thing. It might not be, it might not be like your cup of tea if you like watching what I do, because Jamie actually likes having nice cars and driving nice cars. And I like building total garbage and showing dyno tuning videos and stuff, so. The other Jamie's G is good. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't watched it, so I didn't want to make some assumptions or say some angry things. Yeah, she is here under her channel, So you, but you may or may not be able to click on it very easily, so. How is everybody? James says, what's up? Not much. We're waiting for Cleet. If you guys are just joining in, he... He requested 9 because he had a track rental, and he was like, I'll be home before 9. And like 8.30ish, he broke his transmission in the El Camino, so he can't drive it back to his house. So he hit me up, and he's like, can we push till 9.30? I gotta get this car home. So he broke his transmission, and he's trying to get home. So we're gonna sit and wait for him. He said probably 9.30, but whatever. Oh, Jason, yeah, I didn't get the email you back yet. I did see it, but I marked. I didn't want to mark it as red because I didn't want to forget about it. But Sunday was my wife and I's anniversary, and then also the owner of the dyno got COVID, and he had to go to the ICU. And unfortunately, I never marked that you were going to stop in between the appointments, and I moved my Sunday appointments. And then, so I didn't end up going, and then I completely forgot that I told you to stop by in between them. That's completely my fault. And uh, not yours, I apologize. It was kind of a crazy day. And uh, you got the negative side of that, I apologize. Yeah, he broke, oh yeah, he broke the transmission. You're just stating that, that he always does. No, the, like, I mean it is, but he's got to get his car out of the track. Like you say, the Freedom Factory's full. He's still got to move stuff and get stuff and get home and... Yeah, hey, thanks, Kyle, for donating. I'm sorry I'm not calling those out. I feel like such a weird Twitch streamer, but I want to acknowledge people that give me money. Obviously, it's very nice. Jason N., is there any downside to unplugging a MAF sensor? Not with IAT when doing VE caliber? Nah, it really doesn't hurt it, in my opinion. When he shows up, ask him if he wants maple syrup built turbo. I can ask him. I can ask him. And then I'll try to catch up with the chat here. Okay. Message Holdener. <laughs> How are things with the cross ram? 
I'm still putting that on, and I'm doing segmented twin turbo kit, and that'll be like one of the only people doing that that I know of. That'll be a cool test, and it'll be dual drive-by-wire also. LS George and LaMullets. I just don't have time. I would love to do all that stuff. I don't have time. I'm sure if I asked him, he would let me... That was one of the questions. I'm sure if he asked... Uh, if I asked him, uh, you know, I would love to do that, but I, I can't really right now. I got too much going on. Get Holdener in here. Anybody else want to jump on till he comes in and then we can boot you? Holdener was on already. Maple syrup and fried rice. Any other questions for like sloppy projects? I mean, I did answer some quick, but I can keep rattling. I'll give you guys a sneak, uh, a uh, a bit of a, I wonder what I even call it, a secret. Not a secret, because I'm going to tell you. That's why I'm struggling with my words. I'll tell you in here, live, I'm going to put a 24-valve VR6 from a O2 Jetta and the six-speed manual into the older Kia, the 13. And I think we're going to turbo it immediately also. And I have a Holley Terminator and a 686 dash that's going in it also. And that's why Kenny and I are working so much on his S10 12-valve car. So that's running, driving, and we might put that on the dyno tomorrow. Uh, he has to get the hood and the grill done, and he sent me a picture of the grill already done. But I think the, a 24-valve VR and a Kia Soul would be hilarious. And I think I don't think anybody will hate it because it's Volkswagen people will be like, that's awesome. And then Kia people will be like, that's awesome. And I think turboing it and putting it on Holly with the Holly dash is just adding to all of that. I think it'll be really cool. And then people were like, a couple of my friends were like, man, that'll be so useless. Probably on motor it'll be useless. And I think I'm going to do pistons right away. Just pistons, and I guess the head gasket isn't great, so you do pistons, head gasket, and studs. And then you can make like 800 horsepower, everybody says. It's like basically the German LS. It's so many of them, and they're easy to make power and everything else. So what I also wanted to do is put like a really low wastegate spring in, like two pounds, if it'll hook on that, and uh, do rear wheel, undriven rear wheel speed boost by mile an hour. So you'd be able to put down a decent amount of power. But the Kia is like in the mid-2,000 pound range. It's not heavy at all. Would you ever do a huge turbo Subaru? I'm really not into Subarus. What do people think about the Kia? You got, It seems like you guys are liking that. Bring Jamie on. She is more than likely getting the little guy ready for bed or trying to force him to sleep. So she probably won't make it out here. What we were thinking of doing, uh, yeah, again, I'm sorry, Jason. I biffed on Jason bad guys. Totally my fault. Um, is the new Mustang replacing 8s for 8? Yeah, my wife actually bought me the gray Mustang because the red one, she said the red one was so awful to me and uh, took part of my soul with it that... Uh, she wanted to give me like a clean slate Mustang. And then what happened is I announced it as like a cool swap project, like a quick clean swap project. And then out of nowhere, I've had more sponsorship in my entire life over the last year. And people keep sending me stuff. And I keep joking that if I just take longer to finish it, I'll eventually get like a 25-2 chassis installed in it. <laughs> Sponsored also. But no, I think, I think I'm going to push pretty hard for that thing before winter. 
I will use the Volkswagen transmission and the Kia. We're going to adapt the hubs or we're going to pin and weld and plug weld and sleeve our own axle conglomerate. And then if that works out, I'll probably see if someone can make a custom axle like maybe Drive Shaft Shop if I break mine. But I don't think I ever plan on dumping it on slicks and doing dumb track things with it. Just dumb things in general with it. What's my opinion on the Billet S480? I love the Billet S480, the VSLs. It's it's my favorite next to the 7875. I've made 900 to 990 rear wheel on probably 30 combinations I've tuned. Anyone got ideas for a... You call Ryan Jans about an ADE stall converter, Florida torque converter. We can link you guys. Someone linked this Aaron Reynolds to Florida torque converter. Do you see yourself gutting the new edge for another Fairmont in the future? No. If I do another Fairmont, I think I mentioned it before, I'd like to do a big cube LS3 style engine, like a 434, and high compression, like dumb high and do that dual clutch seven speed and gear the rear exactly for all the gears through the quarter mile and uh, listen to it shift six times like a Liberty or something the whole way down. I think that would be cool to tin can another Fairmont and do like a low nine second all motor car. Uh, 15, yeah, something crazy. Like I, I wanna get gas ports on it just so I say I have gas ports. Like, nearly no other reason. 6762s. I have that for my Mustang. Here, check this out. I have the billet, billet mirror image, 62, uh, 6762s, V-band in, V-band out, and a guy, a guy on Sloppy by the name of Choats Coats did the hydro dipping for me also. Shout out to Choats Coats. He did an incredible job. It's like a car part conglomerate. It's all car parts dipped. Looks super cool. Can't wait to hang these guys on there. Hey, while we're at it, another one of the sponsors is uh, BSI, Black Sheep Industries in Canada, Kyle and Nick. So they sent me a blow-off valve for this car. Look at their nice Black Sheep logo. They sent me a blow-off valve, which I might need another. I'll gladly pay him, but he has sponsored me these 50 millimeter. And then he sent me two 45 millimeter piston wastegates that they make in-house. So I got two of these for the Mustang. All in. Oh yeah. Boosted Lifestyle, Kyle. He is a partner, I think, in BSI. 8088 is probably going to be lazy for a stick shift car, but it all depends on what you expect. Uh, a Gen 2 7875 would be insane. I don't like spool valves. Wastegate design is sick. Yep, I can't wait to use them, honestly. He's posted videos recently a lot of some cars going like mid-fours with his wastegates. So for people that are wondering if they work or not... <laughs> he just said, can we push tilt? He's, he's so, he's so sad, upset.
I swear this isn't a publicity stunt. Wouldn't it be funny if I, I didn't invite him or get... Uh, I didn't talk to him at all, and I just told you guys he was going to be on, and for no reason, I just made all this up. He asked for another 30. He says, I can definitely make 10. Obviously, his night is ruined. Uh, we can all... We've probably... I mean, you guys have probably been there, right? I've been there for sure. Uh... When am I going to do a drag and drive? I think Cameron and I, I talked about this prior videos. We're going to take Cameron's completely stock Crown Vic on one. Uh, I don't think taking out like a race car right away is fun. I don't want to work on my car the whole time. I think it would be enjoyable to just do that and run like 14 seconds or 18 seconds every day and be comfortable and have fun and spectate. And then if it goes well and we can research uh, well enough, it'd be cool to take like his Crown Vic race car. Yeah, he did break the trans on the El Camino. He was at a test and tune. I think people obviously might miss that, but he was on a, he asked to move it from the usual 8 p.m. to 9 because he was like, I'm going to be racing at a test and tune. I'll be home by 9. And he's like, oh, I have plenty of time for another pass before the 9 o'clock show. I'll make another pass. Breaks his transmission. So then he hits me up and he's like, can we push till 9.30? And uh, I said, yeah, I'll go live and we'll BS with everybody. We'll do a bunch of live catch up on everything. And then uh, he just asked again until 10. Hopefully he doesn't ask till 10.30. Take my Hellcat. What? Me and Cameron to to uh, one of the dragon drives. Bring on Monkey Fab. <laughs> Does anybody I know uh, want to jump on? Like I could invite some people here to this to uh, my Google Meet. Take the bro ham. Anyone tested the 85mm T4? Well, the T4 is just small. I don't know. The only reason I would tell you to do an 85mm T4 is if you're going to do twins. Live Rambletron. Need to holly my Grom. <laughs> I don't think it I don't think it'll do a single cylinder. It lets you choose four, six, and eight right now. Call up Finnegan. I can like I can hit him up on Messenger. It'd be funny to get like a, a bunch of those guys all in one show. Like we did uh Devin and Troy at the same time. I was just like pissing myself laughing at that. It was incredible. I wanna have Kevin from KSR. I wanna have Brent from PFI. He said he would. It's just obviously it's hard to get a hold of him. Just like uh uh, Cleeter here, Cleet McSkeet. Uh, we've been talking about it for months. He said okay months ago. So did uh, Kyle Loftus. It's just the fact that uh, lining it up for these people, I I know it's tough. I mean, I think he just drove back from Cletus and Cars, and then he's just taking his El Camino out to show you guys stuff and breaks his trans. And in the meantime, like he's on some some nobody dude's radio show that made fun of him for years. Kyle from Goat Goat Rope. I've heard of that Goat Rope. I always get 
don't don't kill me. I I uh I get like uh, a lot of those where it's garage mixed up. There's like vice grip, goat rope, and someone else. I always feel like they're the same person. Kyle from Goat Rope. If anybody knows, like Brent or Kyle or those people, if they can get me in touch with them to get on the show. I talked to Tom Nelson again, and he wants to do it, but he's so busy it's tough to line him up also. Be honest, were you annoyed with the Tony chat? I He's just a different person, right? I'm learning in my life to expect, like, he's different. Uh... Obviously, like, I just dislike a lot of the Mopar stuff because I feel like it's not cost-effective. But then I understand people like quirky stuff. Like, uh, like Jay Leno has those steam cars and everything else. And then, like, a weird, long, sappy, kiss-ass answer. You need people to preserve some of that stuff. Like, some people have to be interested in that stuff. Uh, to Like, I, my gut reaction is, like, why even mess with it? But... He just, you know, he's like, I like to do it, and I don't care. And that's a, that's a great answer, I think, so. Brent did get uh, bent over by the EPA, but there's a local guy here that, like, they find him millions, Jeff Evans. I've had him on, years ago I did a Q&A with him. I want to have him on live again. He also said yes, but they find him millions years ago so it wasn't just twenty thousand dollars millions and he's just a small time tuner up the street for me so think about that that was years ago years and years ago you can look it up kyle from boosted boys yep that's another uh they were i was just like eh, whatever and i liked the comment he made when he went sevens he's like everybody discounted us and we're just having fun and everyone said we did it wrong we built the motor wrong we're tuning wrong we're too dumb all we do is break stuff and then they boom they went sevens in their mr2 and obviously that guy can drive so uh props to him i love at the end he was like everybody says we can't do it and we did me 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 uh because i do that stuff too that's what really pushed me a while ago Tom Nelson needs to get Goatzilla. That's that four-wheel drive crazy one, right? I want to see that done, too. Fuel injection sucks. I know uh, Justin Kramer personally. I could always have him on. Vice Grip Garage is a hoot. He seems, like, funny, but... Like, I'll sound dumb when I say this, but... You have to... Uh, I don't like the staged stuff, you know? It seems like he... he he might not be scripted, but he almost seems scripted. Like, I just, uh, once or twice I watched a few of those, and they were kind of funny. But then he's, like, trying to, I think he's, he's trying to do, like, the too many Canadian slang words, dumb uncle, forcefully. Maybe not. I don't know. I've only seen a few, and I don't know him personally, but I don't like when people have to be, like, a character. And I feel like he's trying, and uh, I might be totally wrong. I'm totally wrong about a lot of people all the time. AVE would be awesome, but would he show himself on camera? Yeah, see, a couple, one or two of you said yes. Taylor Ray, hard to line up also. These people, they're just as bad as me. He's like, yeah, I'll do a radio show, and then like he doesn't answer me for five days. And then out of nowhere, he asks me a question, and we both forget to talk about it. Yeah, I doubt AVE would be on camera. Just like Uncle Tony's never going to be on camera. 
Yeah, same thing. Like, I'm sh Vice Grip Garage, obviously, he has a lot of subscribers. And it's funny, but it's just not for me. Like, I, I don't know. It's why people, like, you guys watch what I do because it's mostly facts. Or just me soapboxing. And that's not for everybody. Definitely, because 15 years, I have 100,000 subscribers. Doesn't like when people are characters. Yes, I hope you are joking as much as. I mean, Garrett's a real person. He's he's frequently much more himself, I believe, than he is some sort of weird character. I believe that... I mean, I met him a few times in person, and he is the same person. So, is that... that uh, What's his name? Vice Grip. He might be exactly like that in person, and then that's... Yeah, it's funny to me, but I don't watch, I don't want to watch, like, him be, I don't know what it is, guys. It's just, uh, it's cool that people like it, right? I don't want to say anything bad about the guy, but it's just not for me. He's like a drip the drip the drip later into the sparkle later and make the boom a later. Like, it's too much of that. I don't know. Maybe it's just the episodes I saw. Yeah, Derek seems cool, but I just don't like, uh, at least the last, the, I watched, like, two of the videos. And it just felt a little too forced for me. What's with the Snake Eater Bosch? Snake Eater's new deal with Bosch. Yeah, they reached out. He asked if he could be a retailer for them a long time ago, and they declined him. And then after he started doing well, they they asked him to be a dealer for them. And then people are like, your other injectors must suck. Why are you selling Bosch's? And he's like, everyone's asking me to sell Bosch's, so I am. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Vice Grip just giving you a hard time. I figured. Yeah, I just got to have Kyle on here. Kyle, we got to talk about doing a show. Maybe you and Nick at the same time, BSI, together, and Kyle, and Nick. What happens with Snake Eaters were cheaper because... Uh, there was no flow testing or anything else. And then people asked for flow testing. And then he had a guy doing flow testing. And then that guy was just giving him paperwork that said he was flow testing and he wasn't. So that happened. So then he had to start doing his own flow testing and he had to buy as new machines and everything else. And then all of that stuff cost money. And then with how much is going on and everybody buying them, he had to buy employees. And then just it just went up. So it's just it is what it is. Everyone asks for stuff and the price went up uh he was just telling me his bosch he has like a genuine bosch 60 or 70 pounder that's only like 390 i don't think that's expensive at all a21 on his escalade yeah i mean we had see we had an episode with uh a21, Hunter-Tuned, and Squirrel-Tuned. So it was Jack, Ryan, and Hunter on a show uh, after all four of us had successful Mustang programs on a budget, except for Jack, which is Jack's car costs a lot of money, he knows. And then uh, we talked about all the Mustangs, but it would be cool, you're right, to bring them on individually and talk to them if they want to, if you guys are interested, or even if you guys aren't interested. Any word on the oil pan LOJ was designing? No, uh, I think we had we had Stephen Dork on a few shows ago, I believe. 
He's always doing crazy stuff. He's knee deep in that frontier. He just got it tuned enough to do. Uh, he took it to LS Fest and everything else, and he's been doing a lot of testing. See, he doesn't just want to like go do something and hurt it. He wants it to be uh, awesome for a long time and slowly work up to it. He's very calculated and successful. So he did. He went 488 at 146 in the eighth. And then the guy with the Firebird or Camaro or whatever it is beat him again, like a week later. And they're friends; they are uh, amicable. Justin Keith was Stang Killer. I almost got to do like a list, you know? It's tough with uh, me being a squirrel and not remembering and being all over the place. Hunter's Mustang is doing amazing. Yep. Yeah, uh, he just he just finished it and went out and crammed out a bunch of eights. So that goes to show you how much he's learned too. It's like his first time out with the project, he's cramming out eights. And uh, you know, people might be like, "Ah, whatever." People go eights all the time in Mustangs. Do it. <laughs> just do it then. There's a lot of nuts and bolts and wires that have to be connected correctly and stuff to get a car to go that fast. And then, uh, namely, suspension. Anybody, I've built a bunch of nine-second cars, and you don't have to do much. But to get a 60-foot, to get you into an eight, is the most difficult part. Making the power isn't hard, but getting the car to leave really good is difficult. We need to get Finn to work on Tom Nelson. I was emailing Tom Nelson a bunch over the, like, every, once a month or once every two months. And then uh, I found out his brother died, and then I felt like such an asshole. Because uh, I'm like, I'm badgering him, and his dad, or his brother is dead. And then uh, he still wasn't getting back to me, but a bunch of times he said he would. So just for fun, the other day I saw he posted a bunch of stuff on Instagram. I immediately hit him up, and he messaged me right back. He's like, yeah, I'm just busy. We need to get a time. So I think I got spammed, or he marked me as spam one day. Who Who the hell knows? Driveway engineer. Hold on, I want my thing slid up here. Get driveway engineer on if he could climb off a high horse. <laughs> I've only seen one or two of his videos. Namely, he made a video when Terminator came out that was like stock computer is cheaper, and I and the people no one's making those videos now because I think they they get it now, right? I'd like to see what he thinks about it now. Lucid lifestyle. He went. He went like an eight fourteen though. Eight fourteen, and like he says, uh, his him and his team are not suspension building or tuning experts. So they're kind of like they have some working knowledge, obviously, and they were just flailing in the wind and went at eight fourteen. Uh, pretty incredible. He was definitely having fuel problems. He, we were talking about it. And he was, they were on C16 and uh, running 30 some pounds, 36, 40 pounds. And his duty cycle was off the chart, but I think the pressure looked okay. So something is wrong with his fuel flow. And that's probably what hurt uh, the bottom end. I'd love to see 2D and 3D table stuff. Like what? For what? 
I'm going to do the dial-a-boost things about it. Uh, give people the information. And his car is 3,300 pounds. Significant. Extra 300 pounds. I had, uh, my wife and I had Groms, and I even did a video on me integrating a micro squirt and an LS1 coil pack into a Grom, and then I tuned it on my dyno, and I picked up like almost a whole, one whole horsepower, or one and a quarter horsepower, which is quite a bit when it make, it made like seven, seven and a half horsepower, and I got like eight and a half horsepower out of it. So all those videos exist already. I did it. Uh, I even have a spreadsheet on my Google Drive that I put up after those videos to show how to wire it in. 1100 on a 4303 sounds low. Yeah, he's got, there's something going on, obviously. They need to pinpoint it. How far will a 5... I've made 650 wheel on ethanol on a 525. I think we pushed 700. Well, Magnafuel, I have tuned probably 25 cars that make a 1,000 to the tire through an automatic on my dyno on E85 with Magnafuel 4303s. So if you add another 40% to that for gasoline, that should go pretty far. Nigel will be awesome. Yep. Nigel and, uh, I'm not looking. I'm not looking. Who, who else? Nigel and, oh, I can't remember his name. You're taxing me, guys. Heading home now. I'll hop on as soon as possible. <laughs> he will be here. He will, I guess. He should join on his phone. I'm not gonna say that to him. I don't want. He'll probably try, and it'll. I don't want to add that to his night. How much flow will go through a GM flex sensor? Well, over eight, nine hundred horsepower. A lot of people put them in the return. Uh, you can put them in the crossover in a smaller hose. Uh, Motion Raceworks and some other people sell that conglomerate push together that converts it to a 10 so you can put it on the feed uh there's a lot of that stuff yeah they just said motion his house is like five minutes yeah that's why yeah a y on the return yeah you can do a bunch of stuff show a timing correction table for an ethanol sensor i'm pretty sure i don't uh don't i think i did that already Maybe I didn't do a flex fuel video. Holly did a good job on it. A lot of my bass tunes have it already also. I would like to have Doug Cook because I made fun of him so much, just like Cleeter. Uh, for some reason, I really dig on people. And then when I get to know them, uh, you know. Sorry, I was reading something else. It would be cool to have Doug on. I learn a lot about him that way. Same thing I did to Cletus, same thing I did. Well, I gave Finnegan and Freiburger a ton of shit. But then, you know, it's like something wrong with my brain, obviously. I make some presumptions and I think people are playing a character and I don't like that. And then, you know, once I realize they're normal people. Finnegan is the most chill surfer dude ever. He did. I said he's going to show me up at prom. Turbo Tom, I asked him to be on too, and he said he's so crazy busy. Uh, 
he's hard to line up too. A lot of these people are busy. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah, Jag's HD budget converter is incredible, dude. It's incredible. If it's going to be mostly street, uh, get the tighter one. There's a uh, search on the sloppy wiki. Just search sloppy wiki Jag's XHD. It'll give you the part numbers and everything. Oh yeah, Doug, uh, so when I started making fun of Doug in that post, uh, Kalidas immediately messaged me and he was like, Doug's my boy, shut up. <laughs> not like that, he was much more diplomatic, but he was like, Doug's not a bad guy, shut up. And then uh, Doug messaged me and was extremely cool, and I made comments in that thread. I was like, well, thread backfire here. Doug is the coolest guy in the world, super nice to me, even though I'm a jackass, but frequently... Uh, words come out of my mouth before my brain thinks. I hope, I think I'm getting better as I get older. I hope. I did do a fuel and air fuel table. Okay. Tom's video comes out of nowhere. Yeah, he takes pride in his work, that's for sure. I mean, look at his garage and how he builds his cars. So he doesn't want to put out, like, I'll make a video, like, I'll do this. I'll shoot us something with my cell phone in six minutes, not edit it and upload it. Doug from Motion Raceworks. Doug, uh, I don't, I don't think I know his last name, or it just escapes me. I've heard a lot about Turbo John. Who is that guy? Forgive me. LSA blower off idle stumble, probably acceleration enrichment, or you need to modify your uh, VE uh, acceleration enrichment because the volumetric efficiency moves so fast because of a positive displacement blower. Doug Cook. Yep. What you need to do if you're having trouble with your LSA in a Terminator X is I have my supercharged G35 tunes in the tune cabinet, I believe. I mostly do that all the time. You should take a look at those. Yeah, there's nothing much wrong with a stock ECU for NA, but at the price point, uh, most people just can't even get the stock ECU stuff running. Trust me. I've done enough of the tuning where people just getting it running is like the biggest hurdle and the holly just beep boop beep game boy boom fire done running turbo john has a budget fox people talk about him a lot i just haven't had the time to like research and watch pwming a second pump you got to watch about what you pwm i want to try pwming a 4303 since magnafuel says you can uh pwming a bunch of Walbros has burned out Walbros for me. Maybe I didn't do it right. Maybe they just burn out. Maybe you guys could let me know. Twisted Builds Boost Controller. Do I even need to do that? No. You can just use the Twisted Builds one. Uh, you can use the Terminator. You can use the Twisted Boost uh, Twisted Builds from uh, Dale. This three-step versus two-step you hear people using. Uh, usually a three-step was like a burnout limiter, and then a launch limiter, and then an overall limiter. That's the three steps. And then what the three-step now for turbo cars is, uh, Jack actually told me about that. I didn't know people were doing this. So they come up on a, they let the converter, so say the car takes a long time to make boost if you're leaving at 3,500. Say it takes a long time to make boost, too long. So you can set a the three-step to do a limiter or a limiter offset whatever you want to do so you can set it to like 4800 5000 so then you can turn that limiter off when it hits like 13 pounds right so at 5000 it comes up on boost fast and you can have your dumps and the three-step all at the same time 
so it comes up on the dumps. If you watch Squirrel Tunes past video with the data, uh, it it's, has the dump valves open. It goes to like 5,000 very quickly. It makes all the boost he needs to launch. And then it turns on the lower limiter to where it won't destroy the tire, but now it's in boost. So it does all that quickly, effectively, and then he launches. Does that make sense? Was that a good summary? Okay, guys, I got cookies and ice cream. I'm going to make espresso over ice cream for breakfast tomorrow morning. Thanks for nothing, Matt. <laughs> PW a water pump and not using a thermostat. I've never done that. I don't, I'm not a fan of electric water pumps, but that'd be cool to try. Can't go low on duty cycle. It will burn pumps. Yes, people say no lower than 50%, I think. Can you confirm on that? 10 out of 10, you should have Turbo Johnny has a lot of knowledge. Cool. A Holly Terminator planned on a... It's very easy to do LS1 Camaros on a Terminator. I've done a bunch of them. Yes. Yep. But what you need is someone with HP tuners or you with HP tuners. And then you can do both. And then... Uh, how should I say this without getting into trouble? If you accidentally turn off all of your codes, it may pass a plug-in uh illegally so don't do that don't don't do that if you turn off all the codes uh no error reported and uncheck all the ses's it, it might illegally pass so you should definitely not do that Goat Rope Garage does live streams every Thursday. Check out my junkyard. Uh, that'd be cool. Where, De where are you? Yeah, yeah, Devin. Devin says he's going to do a live. Are you ready to start it right now? Why not? And then Cleet can join and we can kick you out, obviously. A guy here is a Junkyard 502 Twin Turbo Chevelle that he's going to start up in a couple minutes. Well, let me know because Cleet might be there by then. That'd be cool, though. Little intermission Twin Turbo Chevelle start. Why my hesitation on dislike Doug? I don't know, up and down, right? Because part of me is like, is this guy fake? And I feel like he's acts like a character also, but everyone tells me that's not true. I think I feel like he like forces an accent, but maybe see as I get older, I realize like when people do weird stuff like that, some of those people have like a throat injury or a childhood defective thing that they had fixed, and that's why they have like a. I don't even think he has a speech impediment. But he just says stuff funny, and I don't know why. Stuff like that will trigger me, and I'm like, blah, I, you know, I just go off on a rant about people for no reason. It's a toxic thing that I do, to, to be totally honest. And uh, as soon as uh, he was nice to me, I was like, well, I'm a jerk. I apologize. I wrote him a long thing. Oh, Garrett joined. 
Uh-oh, I got to turn you on here. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. <laughs> can't hear me? It shows the little, like, thing that I'm talking. You muted? Yeah. Somehow? You can always rejoin. Oh, they can hear him. Why can't I hear you? Yeah, you... I don't know. They say they can hear you, but I can't. What the hell's going on? What am I doing wrong? How am I screwed up on this, guys? They can hear us both, but I can't hear you. What is going on? Let me check my... It's not going to make for a great conversation. Oh, hold on. How about that? Well, this is unfair. Hello? 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 Come on! Why can't I hear you? That's retarded. So everybody can hear Cleet and me, but I can't hear Cleet. So this will make it difficult, obviously, right, guys? Let me, uh... I'm going to rejoin quick. It's like it's using the app, but it's not... Yeah, Cleet's in and out. I don't know what's happening to Cleet. I don't know why you guys could hear him. Look at all these. Maybe he's coming up through chat. He's like, I wasted my whole night trying to get you guys, and now... What about now? Sing a song the whole time. See if we can get you. How can I not hear you? Normally this is totally fine here, boys. Hello? He muted you because of the Doug comments. <laughs> Why? Why? You might have to rejoin for your... I might rejoin the damn meeting, too, for my, uh... What do you think? He finally made it. Yeah, he's gonna rejoin. Because when you plug in headphones, it doesn't always, uh... No! Are you kidding? He's speaking in Russian. We're blue balling everyone. So bad. <laughs> can you hear me? He can hear me. We can. You guys can't hear him. American Sign Language. Oh yeah, I do know that. <laughs> I work with a deaf guy. We could hear him, but not anymore. Why? I'm going to rejoin. Okay. I want to see what's happening here. Leave the call. I'll leave and I'll come back. Now? How? How, guys? How can we get this far? <laughs> when you switch to audio source is when it messed up. Okay. So why? How about this? 
Is this real life? Yeah, why is it so bad? How about now? Check, check, why check. Is mine not happy? All right, ladies and here, I know a lot of people on here. Oh no, you're right. What the hell is going? Oh, hold on, hold on. Like Volkswagens. Hold on, I think I'm gonna figure something out. I should get my tea guy. You gotta be kidding me. No, yeah, I'm trying to, uh... Now? Oh! <coughs> yes! There it is! Can you hear me? Yeah, why was it so difficult? I don't know. This is why we usually, uh, test beforehand, but someone had to break their transmission. No. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that sounds miserable. That. Didn't you just get back from, uh, Houston? Yeah, we got back from Houston, and <clears throat> just testing the car before, uh... FL2Ks this weekend, and uh, basically, like, I made a hit in a car, and it knocked the tires off, and I was like, man, this is so frustrating, and then it went, went down twice, <clears throat> and I was looking at the tune, there's like, this weird spot in the G-meter, and I'm like, what the hell is this? I started looking at old tunes, and it was still doing it there, <clears throat> so then I realized that I have a dump valve uh, problem going on, where I have my dump valve for the transmission set so that basically four or five tenths into the run, the dump valve was turning off. So it's going from like 30 pounds of converter pressure to 130. Did help you put the tire down or is that a mistake? No, it was a mistake. Yeah. So then. So you're burning the dump the valve off. Every launch. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, and then I, you know, I was like, oh man, hopefully it's not hurt. Turn the dump valve on. Or off. Yeah, off, technically. And first rib just cooked the first gear band. So then the car was, like, acting kind of funny. And I was like, oh, man, like, should we tow it back to the shop? Whatever. Ended up driving it back. Just wanted to assess the situation because now i got to swap trans tomorrow. So found the <laughs> spare, dug it out. Jeez. And uh, we're going to get her dialed. That's uh, it's Kevin sabotaging you again. What is this Doug comment? I heard you refer to. Oh no, I was talking about when uh, (coughs) uh, the Doug thing, where you messaged me and you're like, "Dude, Doug's my boy," and we talked, and I apologized. Oh, Doug from Ocean. People were people asked about it, or they were saying I should have Doug on the show, and I said I would like to actually because I made fun of him, and he was a good guy about it, and that's my thing. I'm frequently a jerk. (laughs) I know. That's I knew we'd end up talking about this tonight, but. Everyone should know that Matt and I met because because I just gave him shit nonstop. Social media, I was trash awful talk. To him. Yeah, it's all good. No, it's like <laughs> I mean, man, I I look back at that point in my career and I'm like, man, I can't believe I spent so much time on Facebook arguing with grown men. <laughs> like you know, like a lot of, of people in this industry spend so much time on Facebook arguing with each other. I'm like, holy Toledo. That happened recently. I saw your video about some. It was one of your races or something, and that came up. I forget what happened. It was very dramatic, I, and it's like the one time in the last six months I can remember something being dramatic, yeah. except for myself. <laughs> I haven't had a 
really much trauma in the last couple of years. I don't, I have uh, like completely disconnected from all that. I just do my thing and Good for there's you. people who don't like it and there's people who do like it and it's cool. So, yeah. Oh man. Well, I got questions. Do you yeah, want to, do you want well, to introduce you yourself? Do we even need to introduce you? I'm happy to introduce myself. Yeah, why not? Let's for, so, a formality. Uh, my name is Garrett. I'm a Florida man, but I go by Cleese McFarland on the interwebs or honestly in my whole life now. <laughs> YouTuber, automotive YouTuber, and uh, just like to break stuff, fix it, break it again, fix it, and film the whole deal. Yeah, awesome. I was going to say like uh, Florida man also, so I'm glad you went over that. Because now you're yeah. an official Florida man because the news called you a Florida man. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't really official until I got my, my own Florida man article. It's kind of like... It's probably when I peaked, yeah. It's kind of like old times, like the being knighted <laughs> by the queen. Yeah, it's like getting the key to the city. Yeah. <laughs> to the state. I get pulled over. I'm like, sir, have you seen my Florida Man article? And they're like, oh, you yeah. You should get a membership card, a members-only jacket from like the 80s. <laughs> Florida Man members card. Yeah. Dude, Ooh, I'm mean... sorry, dude. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I didn't realize. <laughs> sorry, I didn't realize you were an official Florida Man. All right, go you ahead. You should get a... Like a FOP plate, like Fraternal Order of Police, but something, something. Fraternal Order of Florida Man, FOFM. Absolutely. Don't have to register my vehicles. Nothing. Don't have to follow laws. It would be great. Yeah. Well, there are no laws in Florida, so you're, you're kind of okay. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I would say uh, in the beginning, similar like with a lot of people where I uh, target <clears throat> judgment and hate is where like when I think people are being fake. Or yeah. playing a character, and I realized obviously over time that wasn't you, and I apologized and rooted for you oh, over time. It's all good. Yeah, you were always a complete kiss ass. So. You were always like, I mean, I know we had the one scuffle, and it was like really early on, but yeah. <laughs> from that moment on, you've always supported our stuff. I see you guys. I see you comment on videos all the time. So, and then uh, at some point there, I was going to say like you're definitely carrying the torch, like inspirationally wise. Like, uh, for people, kids that want to get into cars, so that's super important. And yeah, then, uh, I try that. That's my biggest thing, man. It's like, I just want people to join the sport, come see these shows, and just really immerse in this culture because it's so good. It's so good. Like, if you can become a part of this, I mean, I know I've seen firsthand a lot of people who you know because I went to call, I went to a big school, so I've seen a lot of people do drugs and you know, get caught up in alcohol and things like that. But I think the racing community is one of the cleanest sports out there because we have no money. I agree. To spend on drugs and alcohol. We put it, we spend it on our race cars. So you get a lot of, you know, really good people who have good intentions. There's, you know, obviously there's some, uh, you know, bad, you know, guys here and there, but, Man, it's just such a good sport. It's such a That's good That's why I got into it. Overwhelmingly positive. Like, uh, we talked about, I did a video recently with uh, Devin Vanderhoof about drag racing etiquette, about, like, how to line up and everything else. And we talked yeah. about the, as dumb as it sounds, as lame as it, it sounds, the camaraderie. You can take your entire interior apart, lay down $3,000 <laughs> in tools in the pits, and no one will touch it. Yeah. Oh, no one will touch it. It's awesome. 
Especially race week, man. You go on a dragon drive event. That's some serious camaraderie. You're like pulled over on the side of the road, pulling your head, and some yeah. guy who pulls up who hasn't slept all night is like, "You need some help." It's just freaking awesome. But you're not allowed to help each other, the racers. Um, you can help each other if you're on the side of the road. Yeah, you well, can't help sense. each other if you're in competition. So oh. once you pull up to the track and uh, like you're basically there racing. You can't help each other. Oh, that makes sense. You're like a quarantine for land speed racing. Yeah, exactly. The same thing. Yeah. And Brent and I, Brent, my co-driver, PFI Speed, we like take it more serious than anyone. We don't let anyone work on our cars now. So like if, if it's Leroy, like no one touches it. Well, then also, we there's always so much done to that car. Missing one step is, you know. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> And then uh, the other part I was going to add to that was like, uh, I like how you're changing the way people enjoy cars and that you're revitalizing, you know, motorsports in your own way. You're not like, uh, you know, the crusty NHRA being dumb and closing tracks because they aren't letting people race and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's like we're kind of in a revolutionary period. Yeah, absolutely. It'll, It'll be interesting to see. <clears throat> in a couple of years, what this sport's doing? Oh yeah, it's gonna... really hard to to think. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely a weird time, up and down. Like it seems it's like it's on a swing up and a swing down at the same time. Yeah, you can. I feel like you can kind of look at Australia as the you worst know, maybe, part of it. Maybe they're five years, ten years ahead of us as far as what we're going into. Mm-hmm. Cracking down on street cars. And I don't know, part of me thinks, you know, the burnout culture could advance to their level. So <clears throat> I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah, Who I knows? like that you brought Australian style burnout stuff here because I've seen those videos and I'm like, why don't we do that? And you probably said the same thing. Yeah. Honestly, it just took me going there and doing it, and it's just the best. I love drag racing. I like drifting a lot, but there's something about like ripping a burnout in front of a crowd of people. It's just so oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, it's I so... would say most of the cars I built were just to smash tires off and be yeah. done. So. Yeah. So any car can do it, really. Yeah, I've seen some of them on there, obviously. yeah we have like the most clapped out fleet of burnout cars yeah i love it i love that one of his turbo blue and he just bought an amazon i like how he says it's not a chinese turbo it's an amazon turbo it's amazonian amazonian dude (laughs) it's you know the deal my boy george and then my other question what's what's that i actually have to show something really cool oh cool i have show and tell for people who are up to date with the videos my boy George, dude, <laughs> popped a wheelie in the blazer tonight. Let me oh, see I was just watching you guys launching that. Dude, popped a freaking wheelie in the blazer. <laughs> I just started watching that video before this. Did he put? Did you guys do a trans break and stuff? <clears throat> oh yeah, nice. She's dialed. All That's right, what were you saying? You got that thing as a joke, and now it's like a fleet car already. Yeah, I knew. I knew when I bought it that it, we were fully committed to it. So I was like, I mean, better make sure it's something cool. You know how people like stick to something if they see it, they're like, you know, if we're, it becomes part of the channel, it's we're, in. Yeah, we're in on this. People ask about it. Yeah, that's got it. That's another whole question. Is like, 
you know, I have I have twelve cars, and just keeping up on oil changes is tough sometimes. And you have it's like, <laughs> I'm happy to see you have like uh, Ty and some of those people just like handle some stuff because I don't even know how you sleep. And people were saying that like, how do you even have time to sleep? Yeah, I mean, dude, honestly, it's transitioned to where <clears throat> I don't really work on cars that much. I obviously race week. I'm like. I have to go full blown clear mechanic mode. Yeah. But other than that, I take care of all the filming, editing, business side of things. And then James manages the shop. And like, it was really scary this year. We took on George and Zach, you know, two full time payroll at the things. I was like, man, so much payroll. <laughs> and, uh, so worth it, dude. Like, those guys kill it. Ty kills it. So. You know, I was so worried about having a bunch of staff, but man, those guys are so awesome and they keep, it, it's better. It pays off because, you know, not doing those oil changes and stuff when you have 20 cars and then it's like, you got to replace a motor. Yeah. And then you, and you know, that's more money than oil and paying somebody. I, totally. And the time is the biggest thing, you know? So no, yeah, that's it's working out good. It's crazy. Oh, well, this is someone paid. People do payment questions, so I always like yep. to ask those whenever they come up. Super uh, chat. Bastard Inc. says, who heard of who first? I would say I probably heard a cleater, and through my negativity, he heard of me. <laughs> That's how I heard of Slobby Mechanics. I joined the group because I'm like, someone hit me up and was like, dude, this guy just wrote a ferocious post about you. <laughs> and I was like... Back then, when I used to worry about that stuff, yeah, yeah, uh, because there's like, <clears throat> there's like this phase. I mean, I know you've experienced it. Yep. There's this phase from when you have about I don't know seventy five hundred subscribers to like fifty thousand subscribers. There's this there's this uh, zone where you don't have enough people to back you up, but you have enough people watching. To where these people are like, I hate this guy. <laughs> I'm going to totally write true. the meanest thing I possibly can about them. And That's when totally you're new true. to YouTube and you don't have enough people to back you up, like you start taking it to heart. So I'm in this phase where like I read these. I mean, dude, when you're in that zone, 5,000 subs, 50,000 subs, you will have everything imaginable said about you i'm laughing because that's uh, no one's ever said that but i'm so yeah I'm laughing it's the that's danger so zone true. it's that's, the danger zone man i have to i feel like that and how i grew up with hot rodding is the reason why i'm such a jerk and it's taking me years <laughs> to melt that off <laughs> yeah but once you're through it you're good and then oh. you you know you realize as a creator that stuff doesn't matter it's but, rough yeah you got to get through that you gotta get through that danger zone. So, I need a I need a term for it. It's coming, people. It's coming. Well, uh, the, in the ocean, there's tears like the midnight zone and everything yeah. else, the twilight zone. So mm -hmm. I would say, as a YouTuber, what you're probably coming from the bottom, yeah, you know, the abyssal area where it's just all dark and cold and crushing and. Yep, and you you think like if you come up under a channel like you know I was I came from thirteen twenty video and like a lot of my buddies come from my channel, then no one's saving you from the danger zone. No. You have to go through it. <laughs> highway to the danger zone. You got to fly through the, are you just, you're just an eighties movie. I think it's a big deterrent to people making it on YouTube, honestly. Oh yeah. I know some people that are in like the, uh, like 
thousand range, right? Like a thousand to ten thousand. So they've got a yeah. that's coming. If they think it's tough, like that's gonna start coming out of Yeah, the that's a really exciting phase. First five thousand subs, you're like, Wow, this this could be something. You're like, I gotta keep making videos and, and people are like boring. great channel, like I'm glad I found this channel, like this is gonna be great. And then you start getting some views and that's when the the haters start rolling up and you better be ready. That's that's awesome. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's cool. That, honestly, I don't get to talk, talk a lot with other, you know, guys who've made it through the danger zone. You know what I mean? Like, I, I always have some friends in the business, but it's good to hear, like, you've been through it. So. Yep. I think also I'm so harsh to people that they don't want to comment after. <laughs> and then uh, I'll, I, will, I will blast them, and then I will screenshot <laughs> it, and then I will post it on Sloppy. <laughs> and then, yep, I've seen it. I've and seen then everybody, la- you know, it makes me feel better when everyone's like, what is it? <laughs> I definitely have seen you roast some people. <laughs> if anything, if I can't do anything else, I can semi-roast. Yeah, it's like I mean... a, I'm a coffee blend. I'm semi-roasting. <laughs> Yeah, semi-roast is good for some things. <laughs> what you just, yeah. I'm going to go for some questions here. For yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so, like, uh, I like to do some openers, like, why cars, and uh, what got you into them? Like, why did you choose car okay. stuff? Well, my dad, <clears throat> uh, when I was being when I was being raised in Omaha, Nebraska, my dad had a taxi company, a small taxi company. So, like. You know, we had a we had a maintenance shop for them, all Crown Vicks, obviously. <laughs> I never knew that's all. Awesome. And so, like, when I would roll up to work with him on Saturdays, you know, and like we'd get done mowing and all that stuff, he'd be like, "Hey, like, I need you to move these Crown Vicks to here and these ones to here." And I'm like, "Fire me up! This is the best thing!" Like, <laughs> I would go and just do everything I all my chores just so I could go move the Crown Vicks around the parking lot. Yeah, and I'm backing these suckers into each other. You know what I mean? Like can barely see over the wheel foot barely on the pedal. My brother, who's four years older than me, he's, you know, guiding me and I'm guiding him and we're ripping out in the parking lot. Like it was the best. And so that was like my hook on cards. And then, you know, having crown Vicks around all the time, he would, you know, he was, he was a car guy himself, not into racing or anything like that, but uh, he had some, some pretty cool stuff. Cause being that we had a cab shop, he kind of had a body shop going. So then, you know, he ended up with the Camaro that's in my garage right now. And, uh, you know, that was around when I was growing up. He was always, you know, his guys were working on that. But uh, he was more of a business person than a race car, than a car person. Hmm. So just being there was a lot of cars around. But that's what got me hooked. And it just went from there. But Demo Crown Vicks, I mean. Crown Vicks early on in your life will certainly do this to you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> They're great cars. They're the best car ever. That's funny that you got to shuttle those so early because it takes a while sometimes for people to realize how good they are. And you're like, you started there. <laughs> yeah. People are always like, oh, my God, Cleavis has more Crown Vicks than anyone's ever had. I'm like, dude, my dad's got me covered by a long shot. <laughs> I'm years, years away from reaching the amount of crown mix that that man has owned and destroyed. Probably. Does he ever like drive through there before one of your events and like gets to see all the crown Vicks and gets all misty eyed at your crown <laughs> Vic collection? It's crazy because you know, like when he sold his business, 
there was a bunch of Crown Vicks that I could have bought from him, but it was before my Crown Vic idea. And uh, so I missed out on like the best deal ever. I could have bought like 50 Crown Vicks for a deal from him, but it never did. So, But he helps me buy them and stuff from the auctions and all that. I'm he sure knows he's them, an expert. Like the yeah. Bad, yeah, he's an expert. There is a, uh, what's this next one is, what was your first car? First car was a 2001 Trailblazer LTZ with like 214,000 miles. Clean unit. Was that also uh, part of like a taxi thing or how'd you get it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was basically like, okay, so being that we had the taxi company, my dad had a dealer license, like slung cars on the side. Always had something, you know, cool coming along. But, uh, you know, you can drive in Nebraska when you're 14. So I didn't know that. That's awesome. Came home one day. He's like, dude, some guy traded me this uh, Trailblazer. He's like, you can drive it to school. And uh, just from there, it kind of built. Uh, I went from a Trailblazer. Let's see what's next. Oh, yeah, I had a 4Runner, 99 4Runner that had some pretty cool wheels and tires on it. It was, I mean, it was clapped out and slow, but. Drove that for a while, and then I got into freaking Subarus. I saw that picture. So yeah, I had a, I had a uh, like an 04 STI with like 162,000 miles on it. Thing was pretty sweet. My brother blew the motor in that. <laughs> Axis Donuts. We, we didn't have that one for long. Um, and then uh, I had a uh, Ram 1500. And then a Jeep Wrangler, dude. Oh my gosh. Who has a I, I hate Jeeps now, so yeah, looking back they're on awful. It, they're I, I often I see them on the road and I'm like, what type of masochist do you have to be to own this? Yeah. I haven't driven one recently, but looking back on my old one, it was it was a piece of junk. And then I got a newer newer Subaru STI. And that's when I was working for thirteen twenty. Yeah, that was my next question was, what did you do before? But I think some people know that. Maybe not. Maybe they're, you know, they don't know that. But go ahead. What did you do before? Uh, First job was Runza. You ever heard of that? No. Yeah, Runza is like a, it's a QSR, quick serve restaurant in uh, Omaha, Nebraska. It's like the Nebraska area. If anyone's ever had Runza, it's delicious. Hmm. You can see it in some of my race week videos. We always stop there when we're in Kansas and stuff. Um, and then I worked at Tractor and Supply. Nice, that's and solid. That, that Tractor and Supply, and then I worked at for Jimmy John's for a while, delivery driver, and then uh, thirteen twenty. So straight to that. Wow, nice. Well, I I mean I worked at Jimmy John's while I worked for thirteen twenty because I didn't get paid at thirteen twenty for like the first two years. Huh. So. Damn it, Kyle! No, <laughs> I just wanted to be a part of it so no, I, bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. Kyle probably could have not paid me to stay away. Like I was just so excited about his company. So, so I have someone uh, LS swapped Marauder, at, uh, paid five bucks and says, "What's it like having the second fastest stock Marauder?" Mm. I love that you still <laughs> haven't shown anybody how stock it is under the hood. It's well, based favorite. on the fact that his title says ls swap marauder it's probably not stock so i don't think he has the fastest stock marauder yeah i don't know i mean he kind of gave it up in the title mm-hmm. <laughs> or the, the name, so i don't know 
Oh, and then someone else uh, donated 499's major boost creep. He says, I have 160 subs, and I had one video take off and get 60,000 views, and I was absolutely not ready for the harsh honesty. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. That's got to be it's... the worst, is when you're small and you haven't been built up yet, yeah. and you get something that gets so many like that, and it's crushing. Mm. Like 80% crushing. of it's got, probably 99% of it's vile. Dude, my first my first viral video was putting exhaust whistles in a I saw that. Exhaust. Yeah. I mean, dude, the I was getting absolutely roasted by everyone. <laughs> They're like, "This kid's the biggest idiot ever." And I'm like, "They're not wrong." <laughs> That's awesome. My other yeah. uh, introductory question was: uh, Was there a master plan for this? Like how it was going, or is it was it a dream to do this, or is it all just seat of the pants, wild ride, Man. or mix of both? I think so. Like I was actually talking to George about this today because I was, you know, just talking to him about how good he's doing, and you know, he's an he's basically an entertainer is his job now. And I was yeah. like, do you ever think about that? Like your job is an entertainer, and you get to work on cars. We were talking about that, but like uh, my one of my. Two of my biggest idols when I was growing up, Jay Leno, like I really wanted to be a stand-up comedian, and uh, Jeremy Clarkson, obviously. So when I worked for Kyle, I would always make goofy videos and stuff like that. And Kyle just freaking, you know, when the whole Cletus thing took off, thanks thanks to Kyle from 1320. I mean, literally would have never happened without him. He, uh, There was a couple years there where I was like, what am I going to do, you know? There was no master plan for sure. And I was like, man, I was trying to get equity from Kyle and things like that. And he kind of wanted to help me do my own thing, which I really wanted to do. But it was like, I was, you know, it's like, how do you be an employee and then also want to do your own thing? It was a, it was a tough transitional phase, but Kyle, I mean, to take one of your main guys and say, Hey, let me help you do your thing. Yeah. Like that's the most generous person. Ever. Oh yeah. Super. And cool. that, that taught me a lesson in life that I'll never forget. You know, like even if someone means so much to you, like let, let them do what they want to do and, and help them if you can. Like there's a lot of people in this world who would be like, you know, they have that war mentality either with me or against me. Yeah. Kyle Loftus, dude, one of the most generous guys of all time. Helped me start the channel, pushed it, pushed it, you know, and we get, I got it off the ground. And when I, I worked for him still for two years, I think, or maybe a year and a half total between when I went from zero to like a hundred or maybe 200,000 subs. He was there for emotional support during your, uh, oh, dude, a hater, abyssal. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he was around, but I mean, he was helping me make title thumbnails the whole way through it. And that's, I mean, it's insane. Like, dude's generous as can be. That's awesome because a guy just asked, uh, he donated money, and he says, uh, have you figured out what makes a video pop on YouTube? I have one with a million views, and I have no idea why because it sucks. I mean, obviously Tell him to post the link, and we can tell him. (laughs) It's probably the title and thumbnail. Videos only do good with a good title and thumbnail. Think of the title and thumbnail as a door. Mm -hmm. No one knows what's inside yet but that door as long as it looks good they will open it you know what i mean it's like 
I'm sure you have a lot of wisdom for that stuff, you and Kyle and everybody. That's yeah, that's my theory is like nothing matters what's on the other end of that door if they're not gonna go through the door. So you have to have the perfect thumbnail tile. Look at Mr. Beast. He's the biggest YouTuber because I guarantee you that guy spends hours on his thumbnails and titles. I bet you at every shoot they like take a whatever hours to get the right one. And if we if we did that, we'd probably get more views. <laughs> a masterpiece. Yeah, that's yeah. why. Uh, yeah, I have just for fun. About once a year, I do one that's like that. Like uh, I w- I hate to say clickbaity, but yeah. it's true. It's it's true. But I make it dramatic, and then yeah. yeah, it has like triple the views. But I don't know. It just I don't like I don't like spending the time on it. I don't need to. I know. It's a balance for sure. <laughs> you do a good job of it. Most of the shit you're doing is like, I blew up my car, and you and you did. Like, it's not a. I like how yeah. everything says insane or you won't believe now. That it crushes me. It hurts my soul. I know. I use the word insane quite a bit. You have to. That's how you get paid. I get it. I get it now. I know. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, a guy donated two bucks, and he says, "What's the Dale truck been up to?" That's a good question. It's sitting in my garage. Just wait. Dale trucks, the Dale truck's tough for me because I can't let anyone drive it really because if it got tore up, it would be such a bad situation that like I only want it to fall back on me. If I tear it up, that's fine. I can handle the the madness of tearing it up. Like whatever, I'll get over it. Yeah. But racing it on the oval and stuff, I'm like, man, if this thing just gets loose and gets wadded up, it's going to really suck. So. Is it just I, I, it's unsafe or hard to replace or both? Hard to replace is my yeah. thing. Yeah, I don't. I think it's very safe. I was gonna say like I don't. I don't know if uh, if it has a real chassis or if it was a clone or I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's not. It wasn't driven by Dale. It was driven by uh, Mike Skinner, but um, it's a real truck from their team and the wow. whole nine. I didn't and, know that. Like I I knew it was like a. You know, I didn't know it was actually yeah. from their team. So yeah, that's definitely you shouldn't try to hurt it or let someone yeah, I mean, it into a ditch. And it's not even that I care about like resale or anything. I just love the truck and I think it's so cool that I want to keep it. Yeah. So let's see what was the next one. Uh I got yeah, Onion Giver, you see that one? Will you ever have trailer races, demo derby at the Freedom Factory? You ever think about doing figure eight race? Or is that just yeah, way too dangerous? No, I know. We've thought about it. We just haven't gotten around to it. That stuff's so cool. I know. I know. I would love to do it. And then another I one. Uh, I don't know what the recipe is for it. I'll have to look into that. I would get like the slowest things you could. So that no one's hitting each other at seven. I know. Because they do, they do figure eights usually on a dirt track and they mud it up bad so people can't really. So they slide and stuff. Yeah. Well, it's like a demo derby. They don't want people hitting each other at 70. Yeah. They hit each other at like 18. I don't know, but they also have those like super fast figure eight cars too. So I don't yeah. Know. You get uh, some crazy guys who want to come out here and race. I bet. And you know that they will. There's no shortage of absolute maniacs, I'm sure. I know, especially in Florida. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're in the best place. Sunlight and yeah. meth, just everyone's cooked and ready to go. <laughs> Sky goes, here's the tacos mountain, dude. Keep the videos coming. Hell yeah, dude. I'll have to send you half of that. Someone <laughs> had a question. Uh, Sky, one of my friends, he goes, did you know 
that Mountain Dew Zero exists and how does it make you feel to know? <laughs> I didn't even know that. No. I didn't know either. <laughs> There's like a weird mount. Yeah, actually, I have seen it because in uh, Australia, they don't have normal Mountain Dew. It's like a sugar-free Mountain Dew. Hmm. It's it's not very good. <laughs> I, I don't know if, not, if people even buy it, to be honest. They're so neutered there in some spots. It's wild. Yeah, but they also have Jack and Coke in a can. Like Jack Daniels and Coke are pre-mixed in a can. So they, they have that have... in Germany, too. I was blown away the first time so I was in a train stop. Like yeah. the train was late, and I turned around, and I'm like, what the hell is this? Like a, a Jack and a Coke in a can. I'm like, what? This is Coolest awesome. thing ever, yeah. Oh, That's uh, it. Did you see this? Did you get the stickers I left at Freedom Factory with Frank? Hmm. 815 LSX swaps? Like, what'd you leave him? 815 stickers? They're or? probably on our table because whenever uh, people like put stuff on the gate or in the mailbox, like the guys put it on the table. So I might have seen it. I don't know. And then this one a guy I work with has a video of Dale at DeSoto Speedway. I'll try and get it on a DVD for you. I mean, brother, you don't even got to put it on a DVD, upload that sucker to YouTube. <laughs> Do you want maple a maple syrup made turbo? Yes, please. Well, they make uh, Kyle Boosted Lifestyle. Kyle and Nick uh, own a company together called BSI Black Sheep Industries in Canada, yep. and they make turbos and homemade piston style wastegates and everything. And they actually have some awesome turbos. And recently, he asked me if I knew anybody because they want to test a GT fifty five size yeah. turbo and get feedback. I mean. <laughs> I'm pretty loyal to my boys at Precision, so it's hard for me to like jump yeah, ship. Understood. You know what I mean? But but that's what he meant. We do have the one Amazonian. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, shoot, maybe we'll come up with something. I would say the Blazer, but we're trying to not turbo the Blazer. So. No, yeah, he wants someone to push it for between like fifteen hundred and two thousand horsepower because oh, it's a huge turbo. So. Yeah. Putting it on something and making 800 is not a good test for him. So that's what he's struggling with right now. And then the people that do have those turbos are in with Precision or Jose from Forced Inductions, stuff yep. like that. So they can't really, you know, that's what he's... That's tough. He's making a good product, but like everyone's kind of... So anyway, it's out there. So maybe... Ah, it's such a tough out. thing, yeah. Uh, any plans to come up north? That we can do ice drag oh, racing you, on winter studded tires in Wisconsin. You know, well, real quick, you know who my test that turbo would be? Uh, my brother, if he didn't already buy a turbo for his car, Dr. Pepper. Uh, so maybe hit up Teeth and Turbos. All right, go, guys. Any plans to come up north? Dude, I would love to put studded tires on Leroy. I imagine if you let off the the clutch would like shoot ice like way out that's what they do they put up videos every year because the draft everything freezes so they do uh they go lake racing frozen lake racing hunter and uh, a21 bravo and a bunch of those guys prep like an area and they said that the ice hooks better than uh the track once you start just because it digs so much with like uh this the what do they do do they do self tappers and inner tubes and some other stuff they have videos on how to tube your tire and do studs and everything. So they put self-tappers from the inside of the tire out. and then they Yeah, I've seen it. that. Yeah. And then they I race just can't imagine ice. it hooking better than the track. Well, at least, it, I mean, like Ken Block says, uh, ice and snow racing is has more traction than asphalt. 
Oh my god. He says the same thing because it can dig. I think if, the yeah, if they just want to, if they want to hit me up, I would love to totally roll up to wherever and just freaking do it. They can let you know when their ice rink is open to race. Beautiful. Oh, you see this one? Race Something in Arizona. Uh, yeah, I have no plans to go to Arizona. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to some of my questions. Matt okay. Voodoo, Jamie, run the mullets. Okay, and now we're we're through those. Uh, how did you? Oh, well, we went over that. Okay, now we're good. This one is a bunch of questions that were asked ahead of time that I thought were good to share. Which car in your fleet is your favorite? Probably the Dale truck. Leroy, for sure, hundred oh, okay. percent. Yeah, there's no better car. I mean, there's no more. It's the best driving experience ever. It looks pretty wild. Yep. yep. Changing gears, ripping. It's a lot of work to run that car, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's awesome, though. When it works, it is just the best. Yeah, I'm sure it feels... Because so much... uh, I love when people discount drag racing because they're like, hold your ghost pedal down. And I'm like, you... You're showing your ignorance there pretty deep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, drag racing is pretty easy, but when you get into the stick stuff, there's a lot of uh, pilot error to be had. Yeah, that's what I mean. There's a lot of stuff yeah. going on. It makes it a lot more fun, I think. Like, Del Camino, anyone could run a 7 in that thing. It's so well set up. You freaking let off that button, and she's going. But the stick cars, that they like, they put they bring back that, you got to be a good driver. I like when you let the most, that was one of my favorite videos when you let everybody drive the Ruby when it was going yeah like, like Taylor eights. and all those dudes. My favorite part is the converter would come up and they're also used to not used to a big auto like that. Yeah, they all yeah. one two'd like a hundred feet out. And, oh, I know, <laughs> amazing how good those transmissions are. I mean, it's just like whatever. Okay, here we yeah. go. The converter is just like okay, I can deal with this. Yeah. It's outrageous how good a power glide is. Blows my mind. So that's your favorite. And then the other side of that question is, which car has been the biggest pain in the ass? <sighs> Toast, for sure. <laughs> yeah. For the for the most, uh, you know, being the most worked on for least return in, in terms of uh, seat time, Toast. Wow. Yeah. Done a lot more wrenching than ripping. I saw just the other day you're like ready to do a burnout and have no fuel. Yeah, oh yeah, dude. It's like it's just like everything. I mean, I I don't know. I guess maybe we were caught off guard because we know nothing about mechanical fuel injection. It's tough. But I've only done a few mechanical cars on the dyno, and just listening to how uh, people talk about them and set them up is it's cool for sure. But I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I just want a laptop. I know. You literally cannot be a Holly on a car to me. Like, she's just like, poop. Especially when you're online making changes and the car is instantly reacting. Yeah. I love that. I'll never forget one time me and Brent were driving down the road and we were having fuel trim issues with Leroy. And we're like on the freaking highway when we hit this bridge gap. And Brent had like, I don't know, like, seven in the cell he was trying to like blend something he he hit enter and just zeroed the whole fuel map and the cars like, like yeah. shuts off 
and then it's like Bruh! when he hit, you know, like he command Z. It quick, or un- he did Control Z and brought it back. Yeah, yeah, like zero the whole map, and then hit Control Z, and so the car like and I was like, whoa! <laughs> I, Holly computers to me are the best, like Game Boys. Yep. You just we call that well the Terminator. We call that Game Boy tune because I have people that come to the dyno and they just did a Game Boy tune and they drove to the dyno. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, no one else has that. It's so difficult to That's amazing. do that. Yep. And then, uh, this was a good one, because you brought up Leroy was your favorite, so I'm glad this question's next, because I forgot to ask it when you talked about the stick racing. And it mm-hmm. says, uh, would you ever put a Liberty in Leroy? Well, a Liberty is not age pattern, nope. am I right? Nope. Then no. It's got a gravity gate, and you go back and forth. Yeah, you're talking like pro stock style. Yeah, correct. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. There's no difference between. I mean, if you can't miss a shift, then it just doesn't. It's not a true state car. Yeah. After you said that, that you like driving it like that so much, I figured you wouldn't come off H pattern. Yeah. Well, yeah, all the rules for those stick stuffs got to be H. I think there's some guys out there that have some questionable age pattern transmissions like you know the g you can do you know the g101a though like no oh i think so the g4's g101a i think you can get the shifter in in two different formats you can do like liberty style gravity deal and it looks like h when it's going back and forth uh, and i'm like Man, not. I don't. yeah and a lot of these guys have them. i wonder if there's got to be someone out there that's been sliding under the radar. Because <laughs> I don't think the tech guys wiggle the shifter, you know what I mean? Uh, what was the one that was here that I... Someone asked what happened to the fuel cell in the Crown Vic. Oh, when I wall-tapped it, it just... Uh, split it. It just shifted and split it, yeah. Sucks, I saw that. You guys, it was so funny... Uh, in the video, you're like, uh, can everyone step back? And they're all like laughing, and you're like, no, nah, there's literally fuel. <laughs> the whole car is hot as hell. You want to burn out the, you know. Yeah, no, they're just like, no, we're good. I'm like, well, can't argue with a bunch of Texans. <laughs> Whatever. That's what I always, uh, it's sad, but it's funny when you're like, please do not knock on our toter home. <laughs> Please do not come in the Freedom Factory. Uh, I never thought I'd have to say this out loud, but now I do. The Freedom Factory I get, like, you know, that place is freaking badass. I would, if I would break in there. In fact, I have broken in there (laughs) before when I was closing on the property and the guy wouldn't give me the keys. I went in there to look at some stuff. But, uh, not yeah, it's hard. I guess it's also hard to understand that the Toter Homes like our house when it's on the road. So yeah, different perspective for us than it is for some people. But like, dude, just the other day, even after I made the post, we're like, we're at the truck stop, and this guy is just pounding on the door, and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, bro. Tell me this guy is just telling us something about the motorhome. Like, you know, because sometimes yeah, like, you'll get like, hey, you're like, you're leaking something or hey, your door is open. And I instantly could just tell by the guy's vibe. Like, he just wanted to chat, whatever. But he's like pounding on the door. I open the door. He's just like, doesn't say, 
hey, what's up? How's it going? He goes, hey, bro, I got to get a picture with you. And, like, I'm cool with getting a picture, but, like, some of these guys are so freaking rude. But, I, you know, I don't want to get into it. It's just yeah. best thing, the best thing in that situation is just hop out, snag the picture with them. And they get them on their way. Yeah, and just get them <laughs> on their way. Because it's, it's just a few seconds. Oh, yeah. This is one I was talking to Cameron about this the other day. Is Ruby still on Terminator? Ruby's still on Terminator, dude. Yep. Her days are numbered. You know, she had a pretty ferocious backfire the other day. And uh, not sure who's to blame on that deal, whether it's the <laughs> crank sensor or the computer. I don't know if you've ever experienced a deal where it the data log is like, you know, doing its thing, and then all of a sudden it's, like, Zero. frozen for a split second, and then everything goes back and on. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I could send you a log. Maybe but... you were, uh, I have seen, even on a Dominator car, on on uh, one of my friend's cars, where it was just so fast. It was a 760 car also. Yeah. That it ran into crank pickup issues, and he had to go to a flying magnet. Oh, I don't know. I mean... We have faster cars. Yeah, so. exactly. And they have stock crank position sensors for LS, right? Yeah. Stock location and 58 tooth, right? Yeah. I think we just, I think it's time for a dominator for Ruby. Because honestly, like, you know, a lot of missed data logs, like you just come back and there's nothing on the memory card. Yeah. We so have I've like. I've seen that happen sometimes. And to be very, to be fair, we have the first, we have like one of the first Terminator kits ever made. Like we got the Terminators before the public did. Yeah. And so we have one of the first kits to ever hit the ground and we've never once updated the firmware. Like it literally has the OG Terminator. It has like 101 on it. That's incredible. Yes. No, it has the OG one. So like when I got a new tuning laptop and I'm like trying to find the software and there was just nothing. Like I could not even find the old Terminator. James found it on a forum link. So we <laughs> I have, have one. I have all the old and new stuff. I keep it because I'm an IT guy. So I keep everything yeah. because i'm used to upgrades not working yeah we have one computer that can tune ruby so you can actually use both pieces of software at the same time yeah Just oh yeah you can actually what did you say i have a uh, version one and two on my laptop at the same time no problem. oh yeah yeah i have that too okay yeah and you can even i mean if you really wanted to get granular you could keep like 101, 110, and 120 as separate just download one, yeah. But it gets ridiculous at that point. Yeah, you guys should try dumping like 270 on it and upgrading the tune and see if it stops doing that dumb shit. That might not be a bad idea. But like, honestly, the data logging thing is the biggest thing for me. Like the memory card and the screen drives me crazy. I would love to just have... Internal log, yeah. Yeah, internal log is so worth it. That's the whole price difference there for... And then to add 75 yep. sensors would be nice, right? Yeah. I mean, we've that car has like nothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a Terminator car. It only has four in and out, and it already has like a brake. And does it bump through the Terminator, or do you have an external? No, we got a, we got a Davis box on it. Probably because you adjust it, or just why even wire it in? I don't know. <laughs> as it has. It was my first car with a trans brake, so I bought the bump box. Oh, yes. Now I know, you know, you can do it with relays and stuff, but the bum box is nice. You can just like reach in the glove box and turn it a click if you need to. Yep. That's what I meant. External adjustment is really nice. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Which of course you can make your own, but yeah. that's complicated. That's Kevin Smith territory. Yeah. Oh, Cameron Vick is here. Nice. He has arrived. That's gotta be a terminate record, yeah. Four eighties. <laughs> oh, would you ever do a Cletus and Cars event outside of the USA? Yeah, I would totally do one in Australia. We actually had planned to do one in Australia, but uh, the old coronavirus mm. put that on hold. I would, I would think it'll still happen, but it would be Australia first, and then we talked about doing one in the UK with this uh, random place that uh, Kyle Office was getting us connected with, but that all just kind of fell through the cracks. With Houston shutting down, any plans of relocating to another track in Texas for uh, Cletus and Cars? Yep, we're working on that. Oh, people were uh, talking about Neighbor being your most reliable badass car. Mm-hmm. Yep, Ford. Ford power, brother. I love that one video where you lock up the blower. You're like, blower locked up. And then everyone's like, oh, no. And you're like, just let it cool off. It'll start again. <laughs> It'll be it's incredible. <laughs> Imagine one belt stopping a thousand horsepower engine, right? Because the blower seizes, and then that belt Grind is just crank to a halt, just bringing the motor down, brother. And then the all of a sudden, on. she just yeah. I mean, shout out to VMP. <laughs> the car's only throwing the belt one time ever when James was driving it. Of course, James. Which is wedding burnout, and he just like drove the thing up in the limiter because there's a dip, there's a huge difference between being on the rev limiter and having the throttle body wide open uh, yes. to the rev limiter. Like if you'll hear my burnouts with neighbor, like right there into it. Yeah. I mean, if you floor that thing, I bet you that motor would blow up in 10 seconds or less. Hmm. It would just snap a chain. Like it is insane. I've only heard it do it one time because it was James doing it. He's never <laughs> driven, done a burnout in the car and he just, Throttle bladed it. Actually, I've heard it twice. Leo from Side by Side Blog did it. But I mean, it sounds so bad. You can almost hear the chain stretching from where you, where you are. Any chance Leroy would get a body or something to go faster for aerodynamics? Yeah, dude, I tried to find someone to build me like a uh, funny car body. Fell through. No one did. No one could find it. I mean, everyone's like, my buddy will make you one, but mm. Mm. if I'm going to freaking do it, I would like it to be, like, really sick. So how cool yeah. would that be if Leroy had a hinge on the back and the whole body just... Oh, yeah, lift off. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Old school style. Like, literally a funny car. Yeah. I was like, someone mold me a C5, and then I'll figure out mounting it, and that's it. You should get like gas struts for it and have an electronic, like pull a cable release in the front end. Oh, it'd be so sick. I don't don't even think it'd be that hard. What about a subscriber giveaway for a McFarlane turbo kit? (laughs) Dude, that would be super funny. We come in and weld a turbo kit onto your car. Just a trash turbo kit. Get sued immediately. I mean, Ty, we, Ty counts now, right? He's part of McFarland Fabrication. So maybe I'll just tack some stuff together and we'll let him finish it. 
he does some really nice stuff. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that guy, Rockstar. Oh, this yep. is, do, you, do you see any of these that uh, interest you? This is uh, neat. Did, did your relationship with Summit change after you became part owner of Motion? Or did it get awkward? No, no. They were warned about the whole deal and everything, you know, because I didn't want to, like... Blindside them. I didn't want to tell them, like, you know, hey, sponsor this event, and then be like, hey... Yeah, so, you know, a lot of people... It's easy to think that Summit and Motion are you know, similar companies, but they're really not, you know, Summit does have their own line of products, but majority of what Summit does is, you know, distributing car parts. They could very well sell motion raceworks parts one day. I don't know, but Summit is like just a whole nother level, you know? So, yeah, I would say that they're both different too. Yeah. They do have some similar stuff. Like, you know, some, I'm sure there's some, but I mean, there really isn't now that I think about it. Like, what does Summit make that Motion Raceworks makes? Yeah. Summit's got their own cams, turbos, things like that coming out, but I don't think there's really much like billet niche parts. No. So, yeah. They're, no, they were, they were super cool about it. I basically just said, hey, this is what we're doing. And they were like, that's, you know, so great. And those guys are so supportive of what we do which is just so cool because I never thought in a million years some racing would be like, let's sponsor these, these hooligans while they build their race cars. But man, like they're amazing. Like they they got on board with uh lay mullets, burnout rivals. They're like, whatever. We have a van that they let us do whatever we want with. We freaking chopped the roof off the other day and they're like, hell yeah. They're all awesome. good to me too. And I have, I have no idea why. <laughs> I mean, they're just smart. Like they're taking care of the people who can use their stuff. Yep. And you know, we we show that to the world. And you, honestly, their overnight shipping is insane. Yeah. Like you can order anything at six before seven p.m. here, and we can have it in the morning. That's disgusting. That's it's incredible. Cool. I don't know if you have a warehouse near you. We have one in Georgia though, and it can be here in the morning. Oh. As long as we order before seven. Uh, I'm in Ohio is next door to me, so I'm sure it would be the same scenario. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's amazing. Everyone's asking why you hate Cooper, which I know isn't true. I just saw a picture of you guys all together. I see it all the time. Yeah. No. Yeah, I was with him tonight. So everyone's all in their feels about it, but he does his own thing. It's pretty clear. Exactly, man. You know, he goes. Life. He was just at your drift event, and your burnout event, and everything. So yeah, yeah, yeah. People can say what they want. It's all good, you know. You, but uh, I like as life know. goes on, you know, people will uh, will be around more and less, and you know, it's just it's how life goes. Yeah. No, oh, yeah, he's funny. I like how uh, someone said he's quirky, and I yeah. Yeah, Cooper has like his own way of just thinking and operating. That's like no other, you know. It's it like cool. oh, 2J Camaro, you know. Yeah. It's just like no, he's yeah. he's totally. That's why he left because you guys were doing too much LS stuff. He's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I'm out of like, here. Right, another turbo LS. <sighs> and then he so, bought that right. mystery machine rotary. Yeah. Yeah. So. Dude, the mystery machine's not looking good these days. Brent had the wall with it the other day. I don't know if you I saw, saw that. How rough it looks. It's great. He's like, I'm going to pull it out and uh, get it fixed. 
He's like, I'm going to take it to a frame shop. I was like, all right, whatever. I mean, we probably just need to find a new van. <laughs> He's pretty point. smoked. So. Kind of like the Marauder. What? Oh, well, we talked about that. That was uh, uh, the Marauder problem. I think that was a uh, an air pressure in your tire issue. Which one? The Marauder. Where it pop on the one, too? Oh. I think it was because you didn't have nitrogen in your tires. You had actual yeah, or something. Yeah, that was the problem. Fix that. No, quick. I think it was your AC. You said in the video the AC was overcharged. You know, I think realist. I, it might have been a crank sensor issue. So. Ah, okay. Well, that makes sense. Everything put a new crank sensor in it, but I, ha- I haven't ripped it yet. So that stock ECU Marauder ECU sometimes has couldn't handle. Yeah, it's very. Uh, Sensor, Real touchy crank sensor issues. <laughs> I haven't had the problem, but I uh, I can I'm you know good luck. So yeah. What is this? There's another question here. Whoop. Oh, this is cool. This is nice. Uh, thanks for being such a positive influence in the car community. You seem like the coolest, nicest guy in the shows in your videos. Totally oh, what true. A, what a nice guy. Appreciate you. Diplomatic, Mister Cleeter. Appreciate you. Got it from my parents. <laughs> well, yeah, after I saw how like you handle people and you never throw people under the bus and everything else, I'm like, well, that was a very, uh, that was uh, definitely nurture and nature more than likely both, you know? Yeah, my parents are freaking, definitely taught me to try and treat people the way you want to be treated. Oh, this is good. Do you edit all your own videos and how the hell do you have time for that? <laughs> yeah, I have edited every single video that is on the channel. Obviously, you must be good at it. I guess Crispy from Project Prime has put together a couple. Hmm. Like the, we did like that off-road race and the car challenge. He's he's edited a couple, but like hand in hand, like I was there before the export and change and stuff. But yeah, I've, I've exported every video that's ever been on the channel. Probably stupid of me to not have an editor. <laughs> but like you know, you know, you when you put it on there, you know what you're delivering to your audience. And that's yeah. just one of my things I've really held on to. And our videos are really easy to make. There's some that are difficult, like the race day ones when there's three cars running, three angles, three GoPros, three Six dudes filming. Video, yeah. Yeah, because we all use iPhones, so everyone's just getting videos from every direction. You pull it into the timeline it's like four hours and like that's a lot of work but (laughs) a lot of it can get cut quick a normal vlog in the shop is like freaking i don't know maybe an hour and a half deal from start to uploaded yeah i always that's one of my favorite things i like to see because all the youtubers have like a six thousand dollar DSLR and a dead cat on top of it, and a thing to hold it, <laughs> and they're still out. Everything's out of the focus the cat. whole time, anyway. Yeah, like the giant road with the raccoon shoved over it for wind noise, and and I love yeah. like in a reflection, I see you just holding your iPhone because I tell people all the time, they're like, I gotta buy video equipment, and I gotta. I'm oh, like, you yeah. have a phone? Shoot it with your phone. iPhone is the most advanced piece of technology you can get i think yeah the audio and the video it's it's amazing even a car like you can go from talking to having a thousand horsepower car blast and there's no audio equalization issues the only thing it's bad about is when a loud car turns off there's like seven seconds of like 
till it it's comes got, back down on the mic. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Um, you know, I I also use a GoPro though. I use I had a GoPro on a stick that was like the first four years of YouTube. Only within the last maybe year and a half did I switch because uh, they just I don't know they're so good and. Cody Whistling Diesel. I saw that he only used iPhone stuff. I was like, maybe I should give my iPhone a little more love. And I started using it. I was like, man, this is better, honestly. Yeah. You never have to carry stuff then, too. Yeah, you always have your camera with you. Yeah. And the biggest thing I found out, too, is if I'm at, like, the dyno and I'm busy and I do, like, three cars in a row and I miss a lot, the people that are there have iPhones. I'm like, hey airdrop me all your video pictures and it's I incredible three gigabit of high definition video in four seconds done see i thought you were an android guy did you just recently switch no i've had it forever maybe it's uh cameron is uh, yeah. no he's he's uh i got him on the the apple okay. train a while ago also yeah I he think. might have been i think he was an android guy one wow. of you guys were and i was like can't text this guy it's green <laughs> it's funny about that, but it's true. Yeah, it's such a uh, he goes bro blue for life. <laughs> f- a phone racist thing, but whatever. It's true. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll send you a video. It's awful. You're like, oh no. Like iPhone makes the experience so horrendous for texting Android users. Yeah, <laughs> it's they just purposely the... do it. Oh my gosh, it's brilliant. That's Steve Jobs. Oh, this is a good one. He says, Cletus, I've never stepped foot on a racetrack till I saw your videos. I saw you at World Cup a few years back. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Oh, well, this, I think you've already gone over one or two of these, but this is a good question. It says, uh, what's your worst and craziest experiences with uninvited people at Freedom Factory? (sighs) Is it like a two times a month thing or is it all over or... I got one, but I don't think I can throw this guy. I was going to say bust. you probably can't say you don't want to. Probably. Um, let me think of one that's a little bit less spicy. <laughs> this one's pretty. I mean, I can give you. I'll give you like the dumbed down version of it, so I can't give back to the guy. But basically, this dude got through the gate. So the way the gate at the Freedom Factory is set up is you cannot if you go in. You have to enter in a code to go in. And you have to enter in a code to go out, hmm. and they're different. Oh. So that, so because we had people getting in and then getting back out. Mm-hmm. So the reason we do that is if they get in, then they're trapped, and we can say like get to them before they get out and say yo, you know, did you steal something or what's going on? What's the deal? Oh yeah, and I actually have a, I have a couple bad ones. So. <laughs> But being to finish the gate story, we had this guy get in and do some laps and try and leave, and we caught him at the gate. He's like, you know, basically thought it was completely okay to pull in, get on the track, rip off a couple laps, and roll out. Like, I mean, he was had no no re he couldn't even fathom the fact that we were upset with him. Whatever. Let it's like go. this is public domain, right? This is a parking lot. Or... Yeah, he. I mean, the thing is, he was filming his own video. Mm. He was. He's a YouTuber mm. to a certain scale. He was playing dumb. Then I can't. I don't think yeah. he was genuinely. Oh no, dude! I'm, this guy was one hundred. I mean, like, 
Absolutely. If I told if I told you the name of the guy, you'd look up his channel and yeah, you would that's, understand. That's not a problem. But I just you know, it's not worth giving the guy the time of day. So whatever the uh but I've had I have a thing on my phone that sends me alerts like on the camera scene movement. And so during certain times like it shuts off during the day when all the guys are there. But uh this is before we had the big gate. And I get to the, I'm driving to the track literally from my old house. So it was like an hour away. And I just get this notification. There's a guy walking around on the track and I'm like, who the, who the hell is this? So I, I'm pulling into the track and there's this guy getting into his car at the gate. He basically had jumped the old gate, walked oh, all okay. the way up to the track and he's walking around on the track. And so I pull up in front of him and I'm like, Hey man, you know, did you jump our gate? He's like, no. He's like, but I'm a huge fan. Like, I want to get a picture or whatever. I'm like, you did jump our gate. I'm like, this is a picture of you in the track. Yeah. And he's just instantly like, "F you, dude. I can do whatever I oh, want." Wow. Like, yeah. just takes the takes the wrong road. And so I'm like, all right, dude. Well, just leave, please. And he's like, he's like, I don't have to leave. I can be here if I want. I'm like, mm. <laughs> that whole deal. So that was a really bad experience, but. Other than that, I mean, it's been pretty good. We had those kids break in right when we bought it and just like tore a bunch of crap up, blew off fire extinguishers and some buildings. But not too bad. Now it's the people's track, man. Like, events over, there's no trash in the bleachers. Yeah, I saw you saying that. That's incredible. Yeah. It's insane. Oh, this guy says, great guest and stream. Keep doing what you're doing, sloppy and cleater. Nice. Nice guy. Uh, I'm going through looking for people that. Uh, yeah. This was a good one. Uh, asked earlier. It says, how did you meet James and Cooper? Met Cooper in college and I met James. Uh, it's crazy because when I started policing cars, James came to the first event and then, uh, he, uh, I put a freaking post on Facebook looking for a mechanic, specifically one that can do wiring because I'm so bad at wiring. You know, I did all the work on Leroy before with uh, Jeremy and his guys, but I did like the majority of it and they kind of helped me. So I'm like, all right, I need a mechanic who can do some wiring because I'm trash at wiring. None of Jeremy's guys want to help me. So James of all people, you know, hits me up. He's one of the only guys who hit me up. I mean, a couple of people did. It is like around, what, 200,000, 300,000 subs. And we, uh, <laughs> or no, it was, it was, I had more than that. But basically, he came in and like, he was super cool, fit in, and, uh, just started working. But now looking back on it, like, James is not a wiring guy. So I find it so funny. <laughs> like, he'll wire. If he absolutely has to. Yeah. And he's going to make that shit work. He's not going to make it pretty unless it's his own car. Like his cars have nice wiring, but you know, we build our cars so fast with no regard to how it looks. So he's just not a wiring guy. So it's funny. Zach is a wiring guy. I'm really excited that Zach works for us now because he, he loves wiring. Oh, this is funny. Uh, uh, When's the wedding, and is it going to be at the Freedom Factory? <laughs> uh, yeah, 
the wedding is soon and it will not be at the freedom factory <laughs> because, and you know, at first we were both like gung ho, like let's do it at the freedom factory. But, uh, the problem is like, I won't be able to disconnect if yeah. we do it at the track because all my friends will want to do like reckless stuff, which is fine. <laughs> but like, I also not want just Matt. your event. You know. I also want Maddie to have a really good, fun wedding. So we're doing it at a venue that we can walk away from the next day. You know, we don't have to come back and clean up our mess, and it'll be great. Yeah, no kidding. The disconnect would be nice. That's probably tough sometimes. I'm sure you just nonstop are working on stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's a, a huge shithole, for back, lack of a better word. So it's like you're constantly dealing with... <laughs> Crazy stuff. Like we just had lightning strike our new lighting system and <laughs> getting that getting that repaired. At the track? Like, yep. Wow. All those new lights and LEDs and everything? No, it's really well set up now and they have a ten year warranty. So none of the none of the main fixtures got damaged. Um it just blew all the fuses on one sector. So just had to we should have had fuses, but we're getting some this week, so it's all good now we know now we keep fuses in stock <laughs> there's a guy uh always on every single one of these and he asks the funniest questions and some of them are relevant and some are not some are great and then some are like uh can you find the biggest hammer in your shop and show it to us stuff like that it's so funny. <laughs> potato r33 if you see him in the chat. yeah i see him i see him asking what my favorite hot sauce is what I like is because well, there'll be a bunch of like serious and automotive questions, and then there's like he yeah. asks about hot sauce and other stuff. It's like a nice breakup, you know? Yeah. No, it's nice. My favorite hot sauce is Asian Zing from Buffalo Wild Wings. Huh. Oh, someone asked a that just it totally shocks my memory back to uh, someone asked, Have you ever had someone makes buffalo wings with a Mountain Dew flavor? I've seen that. Never okay. had it. Never had it. Oh, per- everyone always asks this every time. What's your preferred uh, pizza and ice cream flavor? Mm. <laughs> pizza, probably sausage. Ice cream, mint chip. Well, that's a good one. Where did Cletus come from? Kyle Loftus. Oh, he he said this is your name. Yeah, we were making a funny video, and I was like, we're trying to come up with, I was like, it was like a skit I did in front of Tom Betty's car, and I was like, um, call me call me Dale McFarlane. He's like, all right, all right. And he's like, all right, go. And he starts recording. He's like, so we're here with uh, Cletus McFarlane, and that was it. <laughs> that was the first time I'd ever said. That's funny as hell. Yeah. He said he would do a show too, but again, it's just nailing him down. He's like, I'm busy till whatever, just like you said. I know. Yeah. I can't honestly, even believe you're here right now. Um, dude, I, I looked at my messages. I never, like, all my notifications are off for Facebook. Yeah. So I don't see my messenger. Mm-hmm. And I logged in today for uh, something. And I saw that, like, I saw her thread and I was like, oh, shit, I better see what day that is. And I was like, oh, shit, it's tonight. <laughs> But I, I mean, the, my alarm would have gone off on my phone, like my calendar thing, but it only would have gone off an hour before. So I'm glad we got 
Yeah, I was never going to hold you to it because I know you were just getting back from everything else. So, no, it's all good. I wanted to do it. I just getting. It's funny at like three p.m. You're like, "Hey, is that today?" I'm like, "Yes, yes, it is." (laughs) There we are. We made it happen. Do you recommend that everybody puts a lawnmower in their boss's ZR1? Mm-hmm. Paid off well. <laughs> Definitely highly recommend. <laughs> ten out of ten would do, would come again. Ten out of ten would do again. Uh, Potato earlier asked, "What is your car philosophy that you're trying to share with the world?" Oof. Mm. I think you went over it pretty good. Where we talked about, uh, you know. Uh, the car culture and improving it and bringing it back and changing it up and yeah. making it accessible to everybody. And I don't know if that's like, isn't a philosophy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, he might mean a bunch of things by that. Like, what do you want people to take away from what you do? Yeah. I think I, I wish it was more of a, of a, it's like thesis that you can do more with less. Like I always try and get people to join the burnout contest. They're always like, Oh, I'm going to build a burnout car. Like, dude, just buy something that runs and bring it. Yeah. So I wish I pitched more of that, but I mean, can't deny the fact that some of our cars have a lot invested in them. Yeah. So, you know, I, I like to pitch the, you can do a lot with less, but at the same time, you just can't do what these people want us to see us do with cheap shit anymore. Like, yeah, you can run a seven on stock bottom end motor. Absolutely. Try doing it five times. Yeah. So that's, so I don't know. I think my philosophy, if I could, you know, I want to share with the world that there's a lot of options in cars out there and you can do so much with them. <laughs> Is the deer still in your shop? That's a good question. Dude, I'm pretty sure the deer died. James James claims he saw the deer on the side of the road being eaten by oh. turkey vultures. But I didn't get to see him, so I don't know. He may appear one day. He's so the, funny how you're like, oh, this deer is so nice. He puts down his horns and goes for your groin, and you're like, bro. I know, dude. He's an elusive <laughs> creature. He's kind of like a creepy old man. Like, literally, we're standing in the shop, and like, just I there. can just hear breathing, and I turn around, and he's just behind me. I'm like, dude, what the frick? I'm like, the deer's back. And then he would chase me. Like, all he wanted to do is, like, at a fast pace, just walk behind me. Was it you? Just it was you? Just, just me. I mean, then, are you the, you're the tallest there, right? I, I don't know. Maybe he yeah, saw me as a threat. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't, didn't attack anybody else. He eyeballed Doug, but that was it. You should have headbutt him into the ground, and then he would have taken it as a win. You know? Dude, I, I mean, <laughs> you there was a couple times. There was a couple times when he was like walking at me and I like did the whole like run back at him, like yeah. put my arms up like you're supposed to do to a bear. Yeah. Didn't stop him, dude. He didn't care. No. And then I ended up running away. Oh man, what a hard ass that deer is. <laughs> I said he was a total hard ass. He's like uh, uh he's been to jail a few times. <laughs> he yeah. knew he knew you weren't gonna do anything. The only thing that scared the shit out of him was fire and toast up, so Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Maybe yeah. that's what made him run into the road and get hit, and then the vultures got him. I know he was there the following day. 
because the girls in our merch room said that he was standing outside the windows looking at them. And <laughs> this goes more into the creepy old man. But uh, after yeah. that, we came back from uh, Houston. James says he witnessed the old deer on the side of the road. This guy said, yeah, that might make sense too. He says that I bet the deer had chronic wasting. I was thinking maybe it had a, uh, an issue also because it was just around people. Yeah. Something wrong with it. I think, yeah, I think a lot of people were saying CMD, but like, I don't think he had CMD. I think he maybe was struck by a vehicle previously oh, in the day. In shock or something weird. And was in shock. But the thing was like, dude, he was pretty, he was pretty dialed in. Like he knew what was going on. <laughs> so strange. So, so strange. Uh, it looks so like I a clickbait know. thing until the deer is in the video, like repeatedly yeah, trying to of, warn you. Part of me thought that he was maybe hit by a car and the fear part of his brain had been deactivated. <laughs> so. That makes sense. Yeah. Cause he had that yeah. uh, thing on his like right back. Yeah, there's no CM. Apparently, there's no CMD in uh, or CWD in uh, Florida. That's what they say. But someone says you should have peed on him to assert dominance. (laughs) F's in the chat for the deer right now, dude. RIP, freaking motion the deer, dude. 2020 to 2021. F's in the chat. Oh boy. Thanks for stopping by my deer talk. Yeah, thanks for some very dear podcast. Well, I'll probably call it, man. I'm gonna go eat some chocolate chip cookies and pass out. I'm sure you're done. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was great talking to you. I don't think we've ever gotten to talk for this long, so No, just I uh make fun of you when you're driving a car through the pits like Kyle. Yeah, yep. I'll, Actually, I'll I was see pretty... you at GTR World Cup in a couple months. Yeah, I think I was pretty nice the last time. You got to see my little guy. Yep. Yep, you gotta see little sloppy. <laughs> All right, well, enjoy your cookies. I'll, I'll yeah. send you some of this money so you can buy more. Don't send me a nail bit. Don't buy some sort of uh, cheap turbo and try and break it. I don't know. Maybe, you know what? Maybe let's use it as a fund for George's next Amazonian turbo. There we go. There we go. There we'll go. pad. We'll uh, support George's turbo hat. <laughs> All right, thanks. Yep. See you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Yep. Bye. Thank you. Bye.